Good evening, everybody. Rumiyat Hashem, looking at Mizma Kuf Mem Vov, Posuk Tes. Rumiyat Hashem, this evening we will do Posuk Tes and Posuk Yud and finish the Mizma. In the previous two Psukim, in Psukim Zayin and Ches, Dovra Melech Mashaira tells us of the dedication of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to looking after the needs of different types of people, those who are exploited, the hungry, the imprisoned, the blind, those who are bent over, and those, and how he loves the righteous. <laughs> also singing in praise of our college Baruch, who must, mem- must remember, it is Hallelujah. So in praise of these traits, and our college Baruch's dedication to Hashkocha, or the individuals who need it. In Postal Kess, the Mishra continues listing others who the Rabboni Shlolam offers his protection to and his encouragement to and again through Hashkoch process divine intervention and ultimately how Kodesh Baruch Hu thwarts the ways of the wicked which in, in a certain way mirrors the end of last week's Pasuk where it talks and prays by Kodesh Baruch Hu that Hashem Oyev Tzadikim as we'll see this Pasuk reads as follows Shoyme HaKadosh Baruch Hu God protects looks after as Gerim Yosem Ve'almana, strangers, Yosem, the orphan, Ve'almana, the widow, Ye'oideid, he encourages them, he gives them the endurance, we'll see the, how the Mephoshim translate the word Ye'oideid, and, the Apostle finishes off, Ve'derech Rishoim Ye'aves, he thwarts the plans of the wicked, he makes their ways crooked, tortuous, um, from the word Ye'aves. So, that's the Apostle, Baruch Hu again singled out for Shoimer being the guard looking after three more groups of people and he encourages them gives them the ability to endure what is coming their way and ultimately though will make the path of the wicked he will thwart their activities and make it crooked the verse of the translations Rashi Learns the word Yaodeid as a Loshan Karach to give them strength. Rashi Radakya learns Yaodeid Yinase to raise them up, to, give, to make them uplifted, although they might feel down. And Matsudas Tsioin takes both. He says Yaodeid, Inyan Roimamus, elevation, the Chayzik and strength. And Yaaves, the other. More. Huh? More. More. Oh, yes, we, we spoke about that this evening, and also the, dullard, the double dullard would give emphasis as well. So to elevate, to 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 make more. Um, and your aves is ivus Um which means to be twisted, uh, um, uh, uh, contorted. Yeah, that's uh, a lovely word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Lefip shuto. What's the possible mean? Hashem shoyim es keirim. Lakosh Baruch who looks after the ger. They haven't got any help because they come from another nation and therefore they are by themselves, so to speak. And again, the, the, the Radak learns as follows. It's very, very interesting. Hashem Shem says to the Radak, These three people, they are weakened by their situation. 
they have no help and they have no God. The Fichach therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu warns us in many places in the Torah, become Makomas, Vashem Shoyma Oisim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks after them, Vachem Shoyma Yisrael, Shoyma Geirim Beinu Umois. He looks after Klal Yisrael, who are strangers amongst the nations. So, the Radak is learning Geirim not as the stranger who joins Klal Yisrael, he's talking about Klal Yisrael themselves, who are strangers amongst the nations. We are in Golos. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks after us. The Malbim goes along the same lines, and he says, Hashem Shem Ez Gerim, Yashkiach Al HaChalushim Bashkocha. HaKadosh Baruch Hu intervenes and looks after carefully those people who are weakened. Shem HaGev HaYosem HaMona Lishma Es HaGerim To guard the Gerim to elevate the Yosem Valmona and to contort the ways of the wicked because they, the Rishotim, wish and desire to, to, uh, to, take, to take advantage, to extort from those people who are weaker than themselves. So we've got the, the Reduct who is the odd one out, in a way, because he uses the word Gerim to refer to Kali as well. Okay, let's have a look at the Medrash, because the Medrash certainly, the beautiful Moshe will read, certainly takes the view that Gerim means those who have joined Kali Israel. And it says as follows, Hashem Shem Es Gerim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Oyev Es Gerim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves Gerim, to what can this be compared? Lamelech to a king who has large flocks of sheep and goats which pasture in the fields. And they come back at eventide in the evening um, every day and they take up, uh, they're, they're guarded in, in, in pens. Pamachas, it once happened, a deer came together with the flock. And he went after the um, the izin, the goats, uh, and the ewes. And he pastured together with them. And then, not only that, further, he went wherever they went. He went as well. This tzvi, uh, this Omer Melech, the king therefore said, "Hatzvi, this deer, therefore it goes with my flock, therefore." he took special care he, the king took special care of this tzvi he liked the look of it he loved it very much and therefore whenever he went out to the field he would com- command the shepherds and he would uh, warn them to look after the tzvi very carefully um, be careful not to let any person harm him etc and when he had brought him back they brought the tzvi back together with the flock from Metzava Oyavoy Olav, he would command those, his beloved ones around him, to make sure it gets food and drink to eat. So, strange, strange activity from the Tzvi, from the, the deer, and also strange activity from the king. I and mean, what did the king say about this deer? He said, you know, he, because it's, it's, it, thinks it's a, it thinks it's a sheep, you know, look after it carefully. So, the, the shepherd actually turns to the king and he says, Adoni Amelech, my master the king, you've got so many Tsiyashim and Izim and Rechelim, 
and come on Gideon you've got goats and sheep and ewes and lambs and lambs um, you never bothered warning me to look after them carefully and all of a sudden this tree that I see every day you come and warn me be careful take care even make it to us eat and drink no, no one harm it so the king said to the shepherd that is the way of these sheep of these animals the flock to pasture a deer is a, an animal that lives in the wild they don't come into the yishuv they don't come into the villages they don't come amongst men and this deer he has come along and it dwells amongst us should I not be careful of him should I not give him some sort of gratitude that he has forsaken his home country the, the great wilderness out there and he came to take place, to take part in the way we live together with us and with the flocks. He left everything behind him and he came to us. We've got to be careful of him and we've got to give him gratitude. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says as well, I have to spend special gratitude to somebody who comes he leaves behind his family who raised over in his father's house he's come to envelop himself together with me therefore I give the command and you should love the ger, the stranger you shouldn't afflict the stranger we have this beautiful marshal and we have an attitude to HaKadosh Baruch Hu towards the Ger. But what is special about what the Tzvi has done? In the Medrash, it needs a little bit of a, a beer. And the H. Joseph on the Medrash says as follows, a Tzvi, an animal that lives in the wild, and we're talking about kosher animal, we're not talking about wild animals, we're talking about kosher animals in the wild. Any animal that lives in the wild looks after themselves they actually do not easily take to a human being subjecting them to their rule. You can. In fact, they once tried an, Amer- an experiment in Scotland to farm deer. Now, how do you farm deer? You can't get it into an enclosure. So what they actually did was they fenced off the whole top of a mountain. So it kept them enclosed, but they had their wilderness to live in. Freedom. They had a freedom. And this, this ger is, well, this Tzvi, is giving up his freedom to be machnia himself to the way you treat a flock. They're locked up every night. They go out. There's always a shepherd looking after them. And it becomes part of them. That is what the ger does. The ger has thrown away a carefree life and subjected himself to the rulership of HaKadosh Baruch that in itself says HaKadosh Baruch that he's giving away his natural inclination to do whatever he wants wherever he wants whatever he wants and put himself with all the restrictions of Torah HaKadosh 630 mitzvahs and all that means and he's willing to be machnia to me how much Hashem we've got to be warned be very very careful look at HaKadosh Baruch looks after and, ger, and, and guards this gear and yet we push him off we, we, don't, we don't want Galim but there is an element that when a true gear comes we have to accept them as well so 
So ultimately, although you're quite right, we see from the story of, of Rus and, uh, and, 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 and Naomi that she tried putting off Rus, and that's where we learn the dinim from that you put off a girl, you don't, you don't open, you don't accept them with open arms. Nonetheless, once we see they are absolutely certain and dedicated, they want, they're sincere in what they want to do, then we have no option but other than to accept them. And in fact, there is a medrash, it's a bit difficult to understand, but I'm going to say it over anyway, because it's just a chazal's view. Why did Akkadish Baruch, why was he machiv the bias and send Kalyusol into Golos, is lahar begerim, in order that people should see the way we live and join us. It, it, I, I, I'm not going into the beer of the medrash, but it's certainly chazal's outlook. It's very interesting as well, the medrash continues and explains Yosem Almana. So it says, I'm going to cut them. Yosem va'amona ya'odeid, umiya yisoyimim. Who are these these orphans we're talking about? Elu Yisrael. This refers to Yisrael. Shenema yisoyimim inu ve'ein av. We are we are orphans without a father. Umiheim almonos. Elu tzir miyushleim. This refers to tzir miyushleim. Shenema ha'ir vasi am ha'isuk almono. If you look, learn the Medrash and go back to uh, the Pshat of the Ladakh, it is very fascinating because the whole Posuk is talking about Kral Yisrael. The Ger was Beinah Ummois. We are Ger and Beinah Ummois. Who's the Yasoim? We are. We haven't got a father. Yasoim, we haven't got a father. We are like a Yasoim. We haven't, we, we, we're miles away from our father's home. We are miles, we are not with our father's home. We're not, we, we, ha- it's ke'ilu, ke'ilu. we haven't got, we haven't got that visual contact with the father's being. A father, a father out there in Olam Ha'emes looks down and all, all the things we know about in the Shamas, etc., etc., etc. But ultimately, we haven't got a father. And as, although Hakadosh Baruch is there, there's no doubt about his, his looking after us. Nonetheless, it's not like walking into the base of Mikdash and seeing the Rabbi Shlomo there in front of us. And that, and rejected us to a certain extent to a certain extent I know the Torah says 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 the Individuals, the Possum said those who were so Kufim, Masasurim, etc. And it seems to be Chusakamashmoi, those people who need intense help in their individual lives. That's not to say that Shalom, these people who we're speaking here, don't need intense help. Of course they do. It's Chusakamashmoi, Geirim means a Geir Tzedek, somebody who comes along and wants to join Kalyusol, a Yosem Almona means Yosem Almona. But according to the Medrash, it refers to Kalyusol in its totality. We'll come back again to the subjects of Galen. We will talk about it a little bit more. But I'd just like to move on to a, a, a rather. The Svarim Hakadoshim point out that the Rosh Teves of the words Hashem Shome Es that's Havaya Shome Es is Yud Shein Aleph Gimel, which spells the word Yishag to roar. Svarimakdashim, bring this down. Yudke Vovke, the Yud of Hashem's name. 
שוימה, שינו שוימה, ההסכם, ישק, צבור, מוס קונקשן לינק. אבל, בגלל זה, זה ספורים הקדושים, מני מני זה ספורים צורק אבל אני רוצה להתחיל לעשות משהו מבני יסוסקו. זה פסנטינג בעצם. They all say that this is based for Emmas on a Gemara. The Gemara says in Prochus Gimel Amadalaf, Gimel Mishmeres Hava Halaylo. The light, the night, is split into three units. Three units of Mishmar being guarded. The guards changed three times a night. But I'll call Mishmar Mishmar. And at every change, Yoshev Hakadosh Baruch Hu Hakadosh Baruch Hu sits. And he cries out, he roars like a lion. For Omen, he says, Woe to the children, through their sins, I destroyed my house, and I burnt down my heichol, and I exiled them amongst the nations. HaKadosh Baruch Hu cries out like a lion. What's the significance of this? In Be'emus, the Bnei Yisosku starts with simple questions. He starts with the question, Hashoga, warring, how does that fit with what we know of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Of all the middos that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has, and to call it Ka'ari like a lion, why is HaKadosh Baruch Hu compared to the lion, a roaring lion? I mean, there are other things, a weeping, a weeping, um, uh, you know, a weeping mother would, Bernie Shlomo is often compared to the Shkina, like that's a suck. What's a Shai Ka'ari? What's this scream of the lion? So he posits the, the, the following, the Shag, to cry out, to roar, comes from within. In other words, by roaring, I am actually voicing some something from within myself. Pardon? Primal cry. A primal cry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, possibly. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's from within myself. Shag. An an animal will roar for two reasons a person is the same, in the same vein number one the animal will roar because it is lacking something it's hungry it's starving it's looking for its prey it's looking for its mate he is lacking and therefore he will roar as a sign that this is what I want this is what I need this is what I'm looking for the second reason an animal will be shayeg is to frighten off the enemy It, uh, you know, put, him, put his back to the wall and uh, he'll cry out he'll, he'll, he'll roar and the Ari, however is frightened of no one he's the king of the jungle therefore when a, a lion roars it is always going to be to frighten the enemy and that is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing that is what the Maimachazal means that Hashem is Shoye Ka'ari against anybody who will touch Klal Yisrael. He is warning them off. Just like the Ari only roars, well, would only seem to roar 
in order to show its strength and its power as the king of the jungle and any animal that gets in its way is liable to be torn apart similarly our Kodesh Balkan says to the nation that anybody who thinks that my children in Golos and I've destroyed my home and I've left them to themselves get this right I'm sure Kali I'm turning turning from within Kaviyoko which is the Lotso and Habera I am roaring that out loud just like the lion roars to warn off the enemies of Cloud Yisrael and that is Peshat Hashem Shoyme Eskelen that's the moral there of why, how and why it's Machlokas but it's three Eshmeshmeras four Meshmeras why does it three times a night is not, is not is, 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 I, I suppose there's some hidden meaning I don't know but uh, it's an esoteric meaning but I, 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 what I'm quoting here is how we how the possum fits in. This Rashi Tevis is not just stum. Hashem Yishoyme Esgeirim is actually the cry of the Ari. It is telling the the uh, again learning going back to the Radak that the Geirim refers to Klal Yisrael Beinu Umois. That Kodesh Baruch is warning off the enemies of Klal Yisrael. The Ari has no fear. The Shagosoi is It is only to give fear. Kaviyochel, so to speak, Shagosi is Shemoi. That is what Hakadosh Baruch is crying out. Vahovin, and understand this. The Rosh Teves are Hashem Shomer Eskeder. Hakadosh Baruch looks after Klal Yisrael. So I thought it was a very, very beautiful shot in the pasuk. By the way, another lovely remus, this is going back to the Ger, lovely remus in the Torah is brought in the Sefer Torah's MS. The Svas MS says the same thing. The Svas MS is, as you know, Ger dynasty from the Svas MS. The Torah's MS you might not know the dynasty of. It, it, was, it was called Rabbi Yehuda Leib Eger. He was the son of Rabbi Shloim Eger, who was the son of Rabbi Akiva Eger, who actually became Hasidish Rebbe in Lublin. Um, the, uh, grandson. the grandson. There is there is this yeah, <laughs> there is this there is this legend there is this legend how true it is I don't know. Well, when I when I tried to do a bit of research, it was called an urban legend. But there is this legend urban that urban myth. Uh, uh, myth. They came to uh, to Rikiva Eger or Shlomo Eger's father and said that your son who's joined the cut, you know, he's he's out there. And uh, and uh, 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 isn't he going to shiver, you know, for his son that's gone off the derrick, so to speak, so to speak? And he says, "Excuse me," he says, "Does he put on school every day and learn Torah?" So, Baruch Hashem, you know, as you say, it might happen in the best of families, but nothing worse should ever happen. It becomes a chassidish So he says a beautiful, beautiful pshat in the pasuk. He says, with all the other psukim that we've just learned, right? Um, yeah, and will come to join Klav Yisrael Shoyme Es Geirim 
those Galim who are potentially going to one day join Panisar, HaKadosh Baruch is looking after that nitzvah, that spark of, uh, in their neshama, that it should come to fruition, they will come back to Kaldisar, to come to Kaldisar as a ger. The rabbis as Galim who have not yet made it. Now there's two, uh, he doesn't say this, but uh, while we're talking about it, there's two major drachim that I know of, there might be others, there's two major drachim that I know of, of why a ger becomes a ger. One of them, I heard in the name of Rukhan Shemalapian, others say it as well, I'm sure, but I heard it in his name, is that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu went round and offered the Torah to all the nations, there were individuals amongst every nation who said yes. However, the overall opinion of everybody, the Rabbim said no, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, well, I'm not going to give it to you, I'm going on to the next nation. And therefore, those individuals who had said Nasa so to speak in their own language whatever it was that we said, they said yes to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's offer the Torah one day those Nishamas have to come back to Kajusar because they actually accepted the yoke of Torah at that time so that's Shoma Es Geirim the other shot that I've also heard is that there are those over the Doros who actually have unfortunately been lost to Kajusar through the Inquisition through marrying out Food. so there's no shamas that have actually moved away and ultimately one day they will come back as well so whichever way it is Nishoma S Gerim and that is the S Lerabos those Nishamas that are still looking to become Gerim who did you say the Torah? I said that I, the Torah's MS the Svas MS also writes very similarly in two places um, so it, you know it's, a, it's, it's got a good base right okay now, can yeah, yeah, um, I'll, I'll start that it says Gerim first. Because mm. normally we always have a Yodan Bar Mother Bar Gerim. It's often at the end. I can't answer. Um, um, I, 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 have, I, you know, I have to use things like a conquer dancer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know, maybe we could ask a prime. <laughs> but, um, we'll look into it. If, if, I'm not arguing, if that is a fact, it usually says the other way around, it would fit in then yeah, to the way we've been speaking about Pshat yeah. and Apostle. It would fit in. Yeah. So Gerim come first because yeah. that is where we're moving away from. Those who are the exiles mm-hmm. and you, how we how we are. So if it did, it would fit in very beautifully. I, but I don't know. I, I really I don't know whether that is in, in fact uh, in, right. Okay. Yeah, I got look the Gerim Yosemar Mono. Yeah. Okay. Well, I leave Okay. Sorry. No, no, it might be Okay, we'll, we'll look it up. I mean, there's no harm in in, in looking up. Right. Let me, let's move on um, to the the last part of the pasuk, where the pasuk tells us. Um, uh, where Hashem Hashem has gave him Yosef Amon Yehudeid the derech was shot him Yaaves. He twists, he makes the contorts the way of the wicked. The Tam Yaaves says the Ibn Ezra, Yisavev Sibois he brings circumstances, be Yisakin Alilois Laaves Darkom and he puts into place that which will thwart the way of the Rishayim that his, their desire should not be and whatever they want won't happen 
In other words, he thwarts the ways Akarish Parkham intervenes. Masavar Sivas, he'll bring around the circumstances in, 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 in a certain way so that the Rishonim don't get their way. The Abzalman Solotskin goes along the same derach and he says as follows. I'm going to read it actually. Ha'odom the man who bal has free choice. Ukushah Olitz, when the tyrant, the despot, Omer says, Laharat, do evil or ligzoil, or to steal Mahakolish from those who are weaker than himself, like the Yosav Armona, Eina Kolish Bauchu, Loikech Esabachiva Maharosha, Kolish Bauchu does not take the free will from the Rosha, Limnoya Oisem Laharalahem, to stop him harming them, he doesn't take away that Bechiva, there are three choices there, Elohu is Bauch, he gives strength and power to those who are being afflicted and he puts it into their minds to run away from these wicked people and when the Rishoyim run after these people at that point contorts the ways of the wicked if they will run to the, the east in that way he will save those people who are being um, extortion is being enacted against them by the, by the wicked but says Uzzam does not take away their Bechila okay doesn't take away their Bechila which seems to fit in and, 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 and dovetail together with with the way of the, of the Ibn Ezra, that Kodesh Baruch will then make circumstances happen that the Rosh can't get his way. Not that the Bechira of the Rosh to do evil is taken away from him, but he doesn't, he, he, Baruch doesn't allow it to happen. So, it's interesting to note that the Ibn Ezra and the Muslim understand the Pasuk, and it leads to the thorny subject of Bechira, free choice. person has free choice to do evil. This evil man's free choice is not taken from him. But what does HaKadosh Baruch do instead? His Masala Sivos, he is Ma'aves, he twists and contorts the way of the Rosha, so the Rosha doesn't get what he desires to do. But his desire is still there. Which really brings us into the realm of one of the most complex questions, of, not the com- most complex question, but one of the most complex questions of a Bala Bechiro. Can one Bala Bechiro harm another if it is not the will of Hashem can Chaim Yanko have the Bechiro to harm Yosef Yosef is not worthy of harm why should he be harmed therefore can Chaim Yanko harm somebody who doesn't deserve to be harmed because no, Baruch doesn't want it like that or no because it's Baal Bechiro he can do what he wants so this is what these were showing they are going to chase the Yosem Valmona and the Rebbeinu says, I can't take your Bechira away, you can't harm them, but I'm not going to let you. So, what happened to Bechira? <coughs> and why do they sometimes catch up? And not run to the right or to the left, but they run straight after the person they want to exhort and do what needs to be done. So, it's, one of the, it's not the most difficult question on Bechira, but it, it is certainly one that, 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 that should engage us. Um, the two sides of this debate are seen very, very clearly in the Mephoshim of the story of Yosef and his brothers. Okay? In the story of Yosef and the brothers, we know the Rashi, it's a Gemara, 
that the, the pit was empty, Ainboy Mayim. So the Gemara says, from that which it says it's empty of water, it doesn't mean it's empty entirely, but Yeshbo Nechoshim Vakarabim. There were snakes and scorpions. So it's pretty obvious. Reuven didn't want Yosef killed. If you didn't want to Yosef killed, what's the Tuckers and throwing him down a pit which has got snakes and scorpions that will kill him? Okay? No? That's, a, that's an obvious question. Mamash Meshanema, from that which it says in the post of Habarek, Eino Yodea, Eino Yodea, do I not know shame by Mayim? Elamatam alone, what does it come to teach us? Say Chazal and the Gemara, Eim by Mayim, Mayim Eim by, there's no water in it, Avon Nechoshim, Akiravim Yeshboy. And Rashi brings it, Avon Torah. The Hikshu Kalam Afarshim, all the Afarshim ask, if they throw Yosef into the boil, which is full of uh, snakes and scorpions, how did it help at all? Moving uh, the idea when he says to his father, don't spill blood. But at the end of the day, this is going to get killed by the Nechoshim So, it's well known the answer. I, I, by the way, I'm quoting from Reb Chaim Kaufman, say, from Mishra Shemen. Um, his Londish safer, um, where he goes into the subject in great, 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 great detail. But I, so I picked it up because he's actually got a synopsis of, of most of what needs to be said. So he said that the, the answer is given by Oshach Hakodesh, the Arachayim Hakodesh, and according to many Mufarshim, the Zohar Hakodesh say the same. That Shabal Bechira, somebody who has free choice, freedom of choice, Yochel Hazik, he is able to harm. Even though the person he is harming has not had a gazera min hashemayim to be harmed, which is not true with nechoshev akravim she'ein behem that don't have free choice. There's no free choice being offered to them, and therefore any yochel lahazit They can't do any harm unless Hakadosh Baruch Hu says harm him, and therefore Ruven believed there was no harm to become from. To, to Yosef and therefore putting him down the boil was not necessarily going to lead to his death because these Nechoshim HaKramim who have no Bechira but will only harm those people who Hashem says you may harm and therefore no harm is going to come to Yosef Masha and Cain this is the, the converse side which is not true of a Baal Bechira says the Al Sheikh and, 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 and says the Racham HaKadosh and says the Zahar HaKadosh that this is not true of the human being. A human being is Balabakhila can harm somebody even if that person has no gazera against them. Water also doesn't have Bakhila. Uh, sorry, is there so what's the point? Why does it say? No, the gazera is on the person. No, no, no. The aim by Mayim is to teach us that they were. That they were scorpions. When I say something is empty, the glass is empty. I don't have to um, uh, elaborate that it's empty of what? It's empty. Empty is empty. So the, the Torah should have said, full stop. The fact that it adds the word Mayim, aimed by Mayim, it's empty of water, would indicate that there might be well other things in there. Um, by the way, this, uh, I don't want to get too wound up in this. Uh, this is the clue I want to talk about. But it's very, very interesting to know that Nech which is Lemailam Esim Amo, is no good it's possible why because if it's above 20 amas the eye is not shaylet you cannot see it and the Gemara in, in, in Shabbos puts together that law of Hanukkah together with the Boer the Boer was over 20 amas so he couldn't see them 
Now that's that's that's, that's sort of a, a, a by the by, but the the, the fact that it says aim by mime is in order to in, include that there are other things there. But what is of importance to us, a balbuchira is able to harm another balbuchira even though they are not deserving of harm. That is what it comes out the al because they say the difference is an animal, an animal which is not a balbuchira would need to be told by a kolish Baruch so to speak, to harm somebody. However. The other side of the coin, the of Salant, the Vilmagon, all say that this is not correct. Right? Luck. Only Shibachol Dover Nigzala Adam, but Eze ever Nignoif, how he will fall over, what he will hurt himself on. Ava Balbachira, Loi Nigza Eze Balbachira, Yasa Loi Tevlum Ulamutsuv. No Babakhir could do another person harm without it being the Goizah min Hashemayim. The HaKadosh Baruch Hu will say, harm him. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't say harm, he cannot do harm to the other person. Okay? Diametrically opposed opinions. Uh, interesting. Um, we've got our Rosha here, who is a Babakhir. And he wants to harm this Yosem Almon. And they're saying that Kodesh Baruch Hu will not allow the Baal He can't take away his Bechira. Therefore, he has the ability to harm. But Kodesh Baruch Hu will thwart his plans. But the ability to harm is there. Which seems to take up one side of our, of our argument. Very clearly. No one seems to bring that down. But, okay, maybe it's just because it's the Ibn Ezra and not necessarily Pshat and the Possible. But according to Ibn Ezra, it would see that, it seems that Ibn Ezra comes down on that side. And also certainly the So I want to quote one answer amongst the many which actually synthesizes and reconciles the two sides that you can actually have both things to be absolutely true. And I'm going to quote from the Ayala Sashacha from Yudha Adam Leib Steinman by the way, it's very interesting why he called his sefer Ayala Sashacha, they say, because his wife's name was Ayala. And he said his Torah is not just for himself, it's from his wife as well. So he called her Aaron Yehuda Leib, which is the Ayo, and Ayelef because of her. So, okay, Azoi Zotman, whether it's true or not, I don't know, but it's a nice story, I like it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he says Pshat, he, he, actually, he actually reconciles the two, two Pshatim. And he says as follows, and he doesn't say, I'm going to give the example, he doesn't give this example, I'm going to give this example. I always understood from my neighbors, how does Ayan Hora work? Why should Ayan Hora should harm anybody at all? You know, somebody's got an Ayan Bisha, he looks at him, he doesn't like the way he looks, and he gets back into Nuz, and all of a sudden, a bunch of bang, you know. So my neighbors always used to say, it's not, it's not sure that Ayan Hora does any harm at all. All Ayan Hora does is turns the heavenly spotlight on that person. Now, once the heavenly spotlight is turned on a person, and there's a whole new din, a whole new, a whole new look at where this person is up to. As long as he's left alone, and no one touches him, and he gets on with his life, and a bunch of them gets on with his life, it's not going to harm. Once this person stands up, and is his head and shoulders above the rabbim, then the, then the process of a Kodesh Baruch who look at that person changes. Now, I don't know for my others, but our neighbor is saying something very, very similar. He says as follows. He says, "Umikom mokom yesh tevorim hamaorim kitrug umetzrichim yoses zechuyos bishvil li notzel." There are circumstances 
which will be accusative circumstances against this person and therefore he will need more merit in order to get out of what's going on Okay, and there are three things that are maskirim and avoynois of shel odom that bring before HaKadosh Baruch Hu this person and his avonos, his sins, are mentioned and the Gemara gives examples there and one of them is walking in a place where there is a danger so for instance walking on a high cliff during a storm where you can be washed away and here is this sinner on top and he's now in a Mokham Sukkona to be safe from that Mokham Sukkona he's going to be special with this that seems to be the thing where you have one bala b'chira trying to harm another you, the person who is being attacked is going to be extra special to get out of it because if he is now spotlighted HaKadosh Baruch would say oh, maybe he does deserve and he says that's beautiful, it fits in so beautifully with Pshat in the Posuk. There's the story in Shmuel Base, where Godanovi comes to Shmuel, to David. David has made a, 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 a massive error of judgment. Every child knows, says the Gemara, that you don't count people. And David Amela came along and he said, go count Kali Swar. And he did so. Massive uh, mistake. So HaKadosh Baruch sends God Novi to him with a choice of three different punishments. So David HaMelech's response is as follows. By Yomah David al God, Tzagli Ma'od, you know, I did what I did, Nipnan lo biyad Hashem, let me fall into the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, ki rabim rachamov, for his mercies are great, or biyad olam ala don't let me fall into the hands of man, because some of the... Uh, the instigator of the punishment was going to be by human, human beings or by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he chose famine, which comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, everything is going to come from heaven. Whether Chaim Yankel goes after him, or whether he's hit by a wave, or, or, or whether he's bitten by a Nechoshim HaKrabim, this is all Gzeris Menashimayim. So what difference does it make to David HaMelech? And so David HaMelech says, no, 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 please don't let me fall into the hand of man, but I want to fall into the hand of God. So he says that's pshat, that exactly pshat, because it's that Kodesh Baruch Hu, it is easier for me to do a teshuva and to escape the, the dire punishment in some way or other because there's rachamim. But if it's another balabachira coming after me, and I am put in the spotlight and my activities deserve this punishment, there's no way in the world I'm going to get out of it. Because the person wants to harm me. And he says that, that is what I'm able to say. The Bechila, to hurt another Bechila, is not Pshat, it's allowed to be can without the Rabbani Shlomo, but by virtue of the fact that he throws into stark relief this person, therefore HaKadosh Baruch Hu could be Goiza at this point that the Baal Bechila should have his way. So, it's a very fascinating topic, and I thought I'd like to bring it to your interest, as, as you'll notice, especially because it seems to fit into the Sukkim here. There must be times when a Russia wants to do something, so Hashem does stop him, and yet that he actually cannot do the bad that he wants to do. But not because Hakarish Bokh takes away his Bakhira, because Ma'abis 
he, oh, that he, that, that's Pshat and Posuk. Oh, right. That's what, that's what I, I believe is Pshat and Posuk, that's what I want to say. That is, that a Kodesh Bokhu cannot stop him. It's a Balba Kiva. It's a Balba Kiva. They're contracting forces. They're contracting forces. They're off. They're balances out. Yeah. Yep, balances out. He might be a Balzkus. The, fir- the person who's want, uh, who you want to help might be a Balzkus. That, that might be why Yotam got off and walked away. He was a Balzkus. And therefore, a Kodesh Bokhu would not let anything happen to him at all. But what we are being told, though, is that the, they couldn't have been a Gezerim and Hashemayim because in order for the Nechoshim and to actually act there would have to be a Gezerim and Hashemayim Masha Enkein had the people down below there being robbers and, and cutthroats and Muvan couldn't have said what he said I won't be able to save him because if they, they want to harm him they will harm him full stop can. I the answer would be because of what we just learned what Zuchus Yosef would have at that time. So whether you take on the Baal can harm or can't harm, well, according to this Pshat, which I like very much because of it, it depends on the individual that you're talking about, where they're up to. Moshe's neck turning to marble. The executioner tries to kill him. Yeah, I can't remember. Kodesh couldn't take away his Bechira, but Mavis was shown. He contorted, I love that word, he contorted the ways of the Russia. He couldn't do what he wanted. Fits them beautifully. Which? Um, okay, next part's quick. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I'm, I want to do justice to the last possible, but I think we have to move on a little. Yimloch Hashem la'olam elakayach tzion dezervador halalukah. The Lord shall reign forever. Yimloch Hashem la'olam. Kodesh Baruch Hu, Yudkei Vavkei, Berezorachimim, will reign forever. Elekayich, your God, Tzioin, or Tzioin, your God, L'dor v'dor, from generation to generation, Shuvi Yimloch, Hallelujah, praise be Hashem. Redak learns Pshutoi, and he says, when will this happen? And as it says in the pot of Ahoy Hashem Le Melech Akola Oretz, the Kodesh Baruch will become the Melech Akola Oretz. Shekola Oilom Yakiru B'Malchusoi. Everybody will recognize Hakodesh Baruch Hu's rulership, and it mentions Tzion Ki Mishom Teitzei Hay Ra'amimenu. Torah comes forth from Tzion Le Chola Oilom to all the world and they will say when they see the judgment which is brought against those who are wicked everybody will see the Hayrah comes from Zion and everybody will give praise to our Kodesh Baruch that's when it's going to happen it's Kedai to quote Rav Hirsch's Pshat in the Pasuk it, it, it's more um, a translation, uh, translation, and explanation all rolled into one. It says, "The Lord will reign forever in His loving kindness." Now, I think what Rav Hirsch is saying, although he doesn't say it out loud, is because of the use of the Shem Avaya, Yimloch Hashem Laolam. This loving kindness of Hashem will reign forever, which is ready at all times to give new life, and He will remain your God the guide of your acts, the rulers of your destiny, which is Elokeinu, Elokeich, HaKadosh Baruch is the all-powerful Mashkiach, 
on Kali even as he has set it forth in the testimony of his will within your walls, O Tzioid. Which is exactly what we just learned from the Radak, Kimisir, and Seitzei Torah, Dvar Shem That it is there through the Torah for every generation of your sons. So it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in his loving kindness will reign forever. He will guard us, look after us, guide us, rule of our destinies until the very ultimate the coming of Mashiach and because that is from Tzion because from there HaKadosh Baruch Hu shows his will to the Tzion there is a question on the Pasuk um, brought, many of them are partially asked the same question and they quote the wording of the Shira and ask why it's different in the Shira from here um, I'm, I'm going to quote from Rabbi Yitzchak he asks as follows in Kedushas Levi on, on, on Pasha Shemois on, on Pasha Meshalach Hashem Yimloch Lo'elam Vaed V'dovid Oma Yimloch Hashem Bereisha First of all Yimloch V'achachach Hashem Avaya Baruchu In the Shira we say Hashem Yimloch Lo'elam Vaed Noting HaKadosh Baruch's name first Whereas David Amalek says Yimloch Hashem Lo'elam Quoting Hashem second And he, the, there are numerous answers given to this question one of them is very, very interesting. Uh, it's from the Ma'am Lois, just to start us off. And a very, very simple one. And he says, when it came to the Shira, the Pasuk before is Mikdash Hashem Koinu Yodecha. We're talking about this, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu setting up the base of Mikdash. We're talking about righteousness and goodness and the HaKadosh Baruch Hu's house. The Chaim, therefore, it says Hashem Yimloch. He's Hashem's name. Where have we just finished talking about? Derech Rishoim Ya'aves. So we don't use Hashem's name next. Yimloch Hashem lo'elah. We put Yimloch in between, so that Hashem's name shouldn't be mentioned directly after Rishoyim. So where you got something sidkus, something righteous, um, Hashem, um, 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 as in the pot of Migdash Hashem Kodesh Yedecha, then we use Hakadosh Baruch Hu's name straight away. Hashem can now pass it where we're talking about Rishoyim. We use the word Yimloch first. That's one of the answers given. The Kedushas Levi, the Levi Yitzchak, is about three different answers. I'd just like to quote one of them. And he says as follows. There are two ways, we've spoken about this before, of stimulation to avoid us Hashem. One is a hisairus, an awakening, which comes from Shemayim down to us. And the other way is that we awaken ourselves and therefore approach Hashem. This is the Satan and the You've got these two elements. I love the word I heard from the Satan of the Rebbe, He always used to say that's the difference between Purim and Hanukkah. On Purim, we use a Gregor, which we hold from the base, because it's from below. Mashenk and Hanukkah, which is the dreidel from on top. It's a very sweet word. But you have these two areas. When it came to the Yamsuf, we were awakened by our view of Hashem. We hadn't got Torah Mitzvah yet. We hadn't got that closeness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed himself, and therefore it says, Hashem Yimloch Lo'elam because the, the Isosusa de la Elo, it came from the Rabbonish Lo'elam. We already received the Torah Kadosha. We already understand the attachment to Hashem. We understand what our tachlis in the world is, which is to awaken ourselves to the service of Hashem. It says, 
Therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes second. We are the ones that have to be Malchus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu upon ourselves. Whereas in the, at the Yom Suf, Hashem was the one that showed us Malchus. So that's one of, one of, a rather lovely answer from the Kedushas Levi. Um, in order to, to finish, there's plenty more to say. I just want to say over Sopranu and what I believe to be Peshat and Sopranu. Sopranu says as follows, Yimloch Hashem lo'elam ba'avdun ha'umos ve'kibbutz goliath. It will come a time when the wicked nations of the world will be destroyed. HaKadosh Baruch will gather in the exiles and at that point Yimloch Hashem lo'elam. Alekayach tzioin l'doi v'doi b'viyas Mashiach. When Mashiach will come that will be the ultimate and then he says Lochain, and this is the puzzling part. He says Lochain Haleluka. Why? Bizman Hagolus Gam Sheim Hashem Sholem. We've got to give praise to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, even while we're in Golus, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu's name is incomplete. How does that fit together? The first part of the Pasuk is talking about the ultimate. Yimlech Hashem lo'elam and the karakzim lo'elam but kibbutz goliath bias mashiach and then, never mind, <laughs> hallelujah, praise Hashem because we're in Golos. How does that work? What's pshat? I think what pshat is, what, it, what the Sopano is sort of goading us into doing is written in more detail by um, the Tehillois. Tim Tehillah says as follows. You can explain the Psukim Derech Remes. Yimlech Hashem lo'olam lekav ziyon. How will we be zoicha to that point in in our history which should come speedily towards us? Shekol boya olam yakiru b'malchus Hashem izbach that every member of society of the world in every nation will recognize the malchus of HaKadosh Baruch How will that be brought about? is through the fact that we are and we talk to all future generations and we talk about the godless of our Kodesh Baruch and his wonders that is how we will cause the nations of the world to recognize the Kodesh Baruch's Malchus and we will then be zeichut to the Gula HaAsida the Attitude that what I do, what I say, the way I act, the Kiddush Hashem I make, the value of a Torah true person who speaks Torah, that Shem Hashem is Shogah B'thiv, everything is from Hashem, because of Hashem, because Hashem wants it this way, because I want to serve Hashem, everything is from Hashem, good, bad, indifference, else what we see around us is not nature, Chas Shalom, it's not anything which is by chance happening, by coincidence I, I find it very frightening that we hear about this coronavirus virus during the sedges of the Makkas during the sedges of the Makkas they have all been for, and this is the week what's going on? And, they, and no one, no one is willing to stand up and say it is God's hand they don't know where it comes from, how it happens, how it's, they don't even know how it's passed on. They haven't got that far of working out how, how it spreads. Come on, the bunch of, open your eyes. We have no, you have no idea, you know why you have no idea? Because you're not in charge. Full stop, end the conversation. The bunch of in charge. 
we stand up and we are we tell them first of the Bible and we say it maybe not as forcefully as I've just said it but nicely and calmly and coolly and collectively yes to say and then we can look forward to the ultimate of of, of Malchus Shemayim being recognized by everybody when we live as Jews should live and that is what the, I believe the Sopranum means Yimlech Hashem La'olam when the Umas are destroyed, when the Kibbutz Goliath. So the Karachzin Ladovadar, Mavias HaMashiach, when Mashiach comes. Lachain, therefore, Hallelujah, Bizman HaGolos, we have an obligation to go out and pray to Baruch even if we are in Golos, even if the Shem Hashem is not complete, we can make it happen by the way we act, and we speak, and we tell, and transmit the lessons to all the Dovahs. As he finishes off, Thank you so much.